Welcome to the Geek Talk Network. Check out our other show movie night with the boys with Zach and John. Welcome to What in the Anime, your weekly anime podcast. Now, here's your host in 3, 2, 1. Welcome everybody to week 22 of What in the Anime podcast. And yes, if you did not notice, we were on a week hiatus. Things happen and some people just, uh, they kind of, they... They uh, they pass away and we forget about them. Dustin is no longer a part of the show. He is oh uh, bull crap. Oh oh hey Dustin. I, I have one week where I'm in so much pain I can't record and Tyler's gonna write me off. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, this is my baby. As much yeah. as it's yours. You're getting uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, there we go. Yeah. No, I uh, I was in excruciating nerve damage like pain throughout my left leg. And I was like, Tyler, I can't, I can't sit in a chair long enough to record. So the next day I ended up going to the ER and fi- turns out I like totally broke my back and I got a part of my disc is like broken off and pushing on the root nerve running down my leg. But now I'm on pain pills. So all is good with the world. Yeah. So pain pills equal a uh, very good anime talk because the characters that you hate the most probably get brought up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and uh, like I can actually sit long enough to get through a podcast. Episode, yeah, so that's the main thing. No, D- Dustin has had a rough year. So if any of you guys have seen any of his posts, I, I don't. There's just been a lot of different issues that he's been dealing with. So hopefully, 2023 will be his year. Uh, <laughs> same with a lot of these uh, new animes coming out. So to kind of get with that, Dustin, you want to kind of go through our agenda for today? Yeah, agenda. As always, we got our bits of news. We got promo video we're going to talk about some films and also a new season of a show oh wow new season of a show i'm dying still yeah yeah. and then uh for our main topic today we are going back to our tournament we are going with our top five from our tournament we kind of randomly decided our fifth just now and we are going to talk about our most disappointed moments from our top five animes from our tournament and then we are going to wrap it all up with a review of the Netflix movie Nino Kuni. So should be a little bit uh, shorter of a of a podcast this week, which which is fine. Like we're not trying to like reuse same material from our tournament and stuff. But then we we kind of wanted to go back. Like we gave the reasons why they were our top five. Now let's give a couple of reasons why maybe some of them weren't. And like maybe we kind of mentioned a little bit, but maybe get a little bit more in detail of the show itself. So just it's it's honestly it seems like it'll be a quick little segment. So yeah, we probably won't spend a whole lot of time on it. More or less, just what our biggest disappointment was from each of our top five. Um, it'll be fun. But yeah. um, after that, let's get into our updated reviews. We have next week. We will be doing the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Then we will be doing Shinmu the animation. After that, we are done with Tyler's uh, spring picks. So what we'll do then is we're going to probably do a two weeks maybe of anime movies. So that way we can start catching up on all three seasons of Kaguya-sama Love is War, which was one of my spring picks. So three weeks from now is going to be our first movie. And we are doing Promare, which Promare is uh, a net, it's on HBO Max. It's an anime movie done by Studio Trigger. And apparently it's their first featured film. It is a cyberpunk kind of feel so look for it on hbo max or rent it or whatever you can do right so yeah no i was gonna say too so that kaguya sama uh, love is war um 
what I'm going to do for that is I go to Florida here in two weeks for vacation. And I think for our Florida four hour flight, I'll have that downloaded so I can watch almost four hours worth the way there and back. That way, um, that kind of helps me catch up too. So, all right, right on, right on. Yeah, that'll be fun. Figured that'd be a pretty easy way and something I'd look forward to watch. I just hope it's not too weird watching it on an airplane and someone watching over my shoulder. <laughs> so that's the only thing I'm worried about. So we'll see. Maybe I'll watch a, the first couple episodes, you know, in, in my own in my own comfort of my home and see what it's about. So it's not food wars. I'm not I, tricking you this time. Yeah, well, we haven't reviewed it yet, so you could very well change it on me, and this could be a huge plot to destroy my credibility <laughs> credibility out in the real world. So but yeah, with that, uh, I guess we'll get into our news. Time for this week's anime news. So to start off our news, we only have like about three or four different things we're going to talk about. Not too much has gone in the anime world. Literally, the only thing that anyone has really talked about is Dragon Ball Super Superhero and then everything with Dragon Ball being in Fortnite. We are not going to talk about Fortnite. So but everything with the superhero movie for all the critics and all the people don't listen to the headlines that you see on the internet because they have talked about how this movie has the biggest, like one of the biggest drops for a Dragon Ball movie. And we just got numbers saying Broly, or it beat out the Broly movie and it has reached out top five all time in anime films in the US. And it's gone over about 30 million. And I mean, I'm a little surprised it has, but even then, it's a Dragon Ball movie. Every new one seems like it does a little bit better. So we actually have the, our big segment probably would have been maybe talking a little bit about the Dragon Ball superhero movie. But since Dustin, you know, died and has come back to life, we have <laughs> waited for that. So hopefully tomorrow we'll be able to see it either tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll, we'll see what day kind of works out better. But it's still in our theaters till this whole week. So we have a chance to see it. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about it. But I've also heard some negatives, so and just kind of I don't know the different opinions that people have. So yeah, and I'm I'm really interested in watching it. I wanted to go to it. We were all set to, and then it's just started having that really bad nerve pain. So I haven't been able to make it to the theaters yet. But man, if we if we got a chance tomorrow and I'm feeling up for it, I would totally go watch it. And then maybe we could uh, do a review episode where we just review that whole movie. Right, right, right. No, I think that'd be good because at that point, really, there's if you haven't seen it, I mean, to say any spoilers would kind of be, I don't know, it it might be just kind of give us something to kind of talk about in a good episode to kind of review. Um, And then, I mean, we'll have basically two reviews that week. But the next part of our news is Record of Ragnarok's anime second season reveals promo video. so you can kind of check that out. It just kind of gives you a good glimpse of what's to come. And we have not really stayed up with Record of Ragnarok because I even was talking with Dustin. I was like, after watching this trailer, I was like, man, you know, it'd be a good idea for an anime would be if like they had a whole tournament, just a huge tournament with like 20 people, 30 people, whatever you want, and never focus on a main character. You just learn about every single character in a different order, the same time frame that each, you know, every episode is about a character, and then they go into the fight, and then your favorite character kind of becomes, you know, farther into the episodes if they continue or if they don't. So everyone has a different character. I think that'd be kind of cool. And maybe it's happened. Maybe it's maybe that's the show. I, I'm not too sure. 
Yeah, reading but, up the synopsis on the show, it very well could be this show. And like um, that, speaking yeah. on the promo, it looks like the next season is going to have a lot of uh, Hercules in it for the God side and Jack the Ripper on the human side. So that should be pretty interesting. It looks bloody. It looks action-packed. So it's definitely up our alley. We just haven't watched it. And then uh, Tyler actually skipped one part of the film news that I we added in last second. And that's the One Piece film Red has made it to the number 10 spot. Um, passing up Evangelion. So we that kind of goes with the Dragon Ball Super making it to the top five of all time. Well, One Piece Red has made it to number 10. So I thought that was pretty great. Next, we have uh, the One Punch anime gets a third season. So that has been released. And do you know exactly what the day of that is? You know, I'm not sure what the day is exactly. I just saw this news and had to throw it in. I'm a big One Punch Man fan. But it's pretty cool. It looks like the 215th chapter of one Punch Man manga revealed on Thursday that the manga's anime adaptation will have a third season. So it doesn't look like they have an exact date. I'm guessing probably sometime next year if they just announced it. Right. Yeah. And I, I watched season one and I really liked it. I just it was just something I wasn't in a, in a hurry to get back into. Oh, OK. So I'm I I mean I still think it's good. I mean other than the fact that it's kind of like one of those just one of those animes making fun of animes creating the strongest character ever. And so the talks on that is just kind of annoying and I like to stay away from that, but in reality if it just by itself it's it is still pretty good. Yeah, you need to check out season 2 because there's like you know how it kind of plays off of all shonen animes kind of making jokes about it. Well, in season two, it plays on the fact that every shonen anime has a tournament arc. So One Punch Man gets a tournament arc. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I that does sound like it'd be pretty fun to watch. So I think I have seen a little bit on it and it's just almost like a joke. Oh, it's it's completely a joke. Yeah. So that is it for our news. So like I said, this is going to be kind of a quick one. There was not too much in our week hiatus. So maybe that was a good thing. You know, we take a week off and there's only four things that we can talk about. So we'll get we'll get back in the rhythm of things next week once Dustin's kind of feeling a little bit better. Hopefully surgery goes all right if that's what he has to get. So, yeah, I find more out tomorrow. So we'll we'll see. So for our main topic, our topic number one and our only topic today is basically the five animes that uh, we chose as our favorites. Just one thing that we dislike the most about each one. And we're not going to. So our top five animes were naruto full metal black clover hunter hunter and demon slayer and we're not going to go the typical uh hatred for each anime so like we're not gonna be like naruto has too much filler um full metal it doesn't really have anything bad to say about um black clover uh it's it's ending soon i don't know hunter hunter's hiatus demon slayer it, only good because of animation yeah we're not going <laughs> to talk about that crap yeah. because we're not that's not who we are so for i guess we'll just go with what our our champion naruto we'll start off with that and what like our biggest takeaway personally that we didn't like the most and mine was the whole concept in the death of of minato and kushina so kushina not so much but minato itself and then everything that happened with the third hokage and how naruto's life went to complete crap after all that, just everyone being so scared of the nine-tailed fox, and Naruto didn't know why any everyone hated him. And like you mentioned, uh, you know, before we got into this, just how he survived off of ramen for you know 
10, 15 years and just nobody, nobody said anything to him. And he was just so lonely. And it was just like the whole death of me until like, I get it to kind of seal the nine tails, but he's such a, to be the Hokage and to lose that way. I feel like he lost as a Hokage. I, I, I don't know. I guess he lost in a way that just didn't make sense to how the other ones died. Like, I get he saved the village and he stopped it and everything, but I feel like there should have been another way than doing that, you know, Death Reaper seal. And then same thing with the third Okage using that with uh, Orochimaru and everything. I just felt like there could have been a way better path because in reality, Minato is one of my top two favorite characters in Naruto. So I have a little bit of opinion on that. But then they just they just bring him back, you know, during the war, which was awesome. But... I don't know to not have that relationship. I know they had like a what what it, I don't know if it was not canon or whatever it was like an alternate reality of if Naruto had his family. Did you ever see that? No, I did not. <clears throat> yeah, there was something like if he grew up with his parents. I don't remember if it was actually in the anime or not, but I've seen it before. I don't know where the hell I've seen it. I can't remember. I'm sure you guys have, and you can correct me on it. But I just. I don't know. I think his death was too premature and they just kind of moved on from it. And it, I get it creates Naruto's whole story, but they, I wish it would have went a different way just because that's one of my favorite characters. That's just right. Hey, I mean, like, in a sense, aren't you kind of getting that with Boruto now, though? Yeah, it's just like making up, but like, I, I don't mind Boruto at all. They just, I just wish it was a little bit better storyline. Just kind of, yeah. Like, no, no, I get it. And I also, um, so this might be me being uh, lacking in some Naruto knowledge and uh, correct me if you know. How did the other tailed beast get sealed inside of people? Because like you have Gara, you have like the two tails, the three tails, you have a killer bee. How like did someone die to seal those inside of each one of them as well? Yeah, or is that specific just to Naruto? Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not too sure. I just I know each one was sealed inside. Just every single, you know, village had to have that Jinchuriki in order to kind of keep order of from all the villages. Mm-hmm. So everyone was chosen, but it was just this was I, I think the nine tail was released and Naruto was the closest, the only person around that could be sealed with. You know, there was nobody else that could make the sacrifice. So Minato just used is like, hey, you know, I'll use my son. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a demon inside my child. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it it builds his character and it makes it makes Naruto who he is. But you can also see like how Naruto could have been, you know, he could have turned on the village, and there could have been multiple ways. But I think everything with Minato, if he would have just stayed alive or had a little bit more impact, maybe maybe he dies when Naruto is, you know, right before teenager years or something happens. I don't. But. There had to be a way for him to get the get the nine tails inside of him and be the whole story. So I do get that. So don't get me wrong. I just wish that they could have done a little bit different route because his character is so cool. Everything with his fight with the Obito it, during that, you know, nine tails, that was so sweet. Yeah, it was definitely really cool. Um, I will say since we had this tournament and since we started collecting the cards and stuff, I started rewatching Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm already like halfway through the tuning exams. Good. You you just you should have just started on uh, uh, ship it in or Shippuden, whatever you want. Oh, I know say. I should have, but I I wanted to watch all of it all over again. Yeah, because I know you don't remember too much about the war, so I know mm-hmm. you were trying to remember a little bit more. 
Yeah, because for those of you who don't know, most of my knowledge came from the video games, but I did watch the show quite a bit, and now I, I'm I'm committed. I'm going to watch the entire series. This is my this is my start. Good. So that brings up your uh, side of the what you don't like about Naruto and what we've learned through collecting collecting the cards of a certain character that gets a lot of hate that I we didn't realize. I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why he gets all the hate, honestly. And that is Kiba. Naruto did my boy Kiba dirty. So I remember ever since like the show first came out and I first saw Kiba, I love dogs. So seeing a dude have like a ninja dog that works with him and they use jutsus together and all that stuff, like that was cool. For one, they did him dirty on how he lost in the training exams. Yeah, I mean, you lose to <laughs> a fart. You lose. Yeah. You lose to a fart, and you really can't come back from that. And they never even tried. They they no. like ruined him. And like, there are some cool moments when he does a Sasuke recovery mission and some yeah, other that stuff. That was his. That was his best moment. Is that one v one fight that he had where you know he almost died, and him and Akamaru just basically go beast mode. But uh, yeah. Keep, but uh, every, you know. everybody hates on him. Everybody hates on him. And then in Boruto, he's like a nothing kind of figure, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you see glimpses of him, or the least you see what he looks like when he's older. But that's it. Like, they did my boy Kiba dirty, and people hate on Kiba. And that 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 hurts. It's Because yeah. they should be hating on Rock Lee. But no, no, they're going to hate on Kiba instead. It's so funny when we do these cards. Because we started, you know, we're not sponsored or anything, so don't. Take, the, take this for granted but we we started doing this whatnot and we're doing kind of a we do the live streaming and stuff on there but everybody that gets these naruto cards is literally like oh crap i just pulled a kiba card <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's kind of funny like everyone hates him and it's like it's i get it but they could have done him better he, you know he wanted to be the. they should have hold left the whole i want to be the hokage part out of that out of kiba's character because that also ruined his character yeah for sure so that that's my my biggest Naruto disappointment is like Kiba could have been so much cooler. He had a cool premise for like his ninja skills using the dogs as like a ninja weapon and stuff like he seemed so cool of a character and could have gone so much farther and they just dropped him off. And it bugs me because he's one of my favorites. I love Shikamaru. I love Jiraiya and I love Kiba. Right. Well, we'll lay that one to to die <laughs> so full metal alchemist i we we struggled even to find anything bad to talk about so mine's pretty simple um dustin's is maybe a little generic <laughs> yeah mine's but, uh, definitely generic i couldn't think i was racking yeah. the brain my only thing was just kind of reusing the same joke punch lines over and over through the show just all the short jokes it was just kind of like a little repetitive it was this it was just the same thing there was like really not a a lot of new material but besides that like that's literally getting deep in into the gritty and trying to complain about something so other than that it's a perfect show i probably sat for five ten minutes trying to think of something and i couldn't so what i came up with was the dad who turned his daughter and the dog into a chimera we should have been able to watch him get beheaded right when they found that out yeah like, like everyone knows it's like the worst part about the show or you know one of them like either the sad or maybe in some people's mind the funny jacked up jacked up <laughs> yeah but definitely not having the sweet ending of him dying was kind of yep. kind of the one so 
that's full metal for us. You know, I, I feel like your your favorite shows, it's kind of like when you're talking about your friends, you can talk crap about them, what you don't like about them, but they're the people you love the most. So the fact that we don't really have anything to, to you know, to talk about full metal just tells us maybe that's why it wasn't our favorite. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but <laughs> kind of get what I mean. So Black Clover is our, Black Clover is our next one that got third place. Dustin, do you want to start this one off? Yeah, so um, mine was... I'm not a big fan of Asta, and I find him really loud and annoying at times. And I know that's kind of like his character, but I just, I get so sick of that kind of a character. Like just obnoxiously loud. Like you got it with Naruto, but I feel like Asta is way worse. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely, even that first episode trying to get through, you were just like, oh, this is his character the whole time. Cause that's (laughs) But he got a little bit better. And then you kind of, he kind of grew on you a little bit. And I actually was just rewatching part of like the last uh, Yami and uh, Asta fight, and I just forget how badass that looks. And mm-hmm. so it's like, man, I'm glad we had it in our top three because just rewatching that, I was like, this was good. Like this was a really good show. Um, my basically downfall of that show is everything to do with Yuno. I think it, that whole show starts off with Asta and Yuno being like these these kind of these brothers, these stepbrothers that are kind of going through life and then one of them's powerful one of them's not and then they try to get into the you know get their uh grimoires and everything then you know just kind of be i get he's not the main character don't get me wrong he kind of becomes this forgotten character in a lot of the arcs and you don't see, you almost see more of the side characters than you do you know and i really like you know's character at first yeah he was a little cocky and he had really no expression or attitude towards life he just was kind of a block character yeah and they could have done something with him with that you know you have asta that has so much emotion and then i feel like they try to do you know that has no emotion it's like i don't know there there could have been a lot more better things throughout the show and i feel like there's a lot of the even him going i get he had to go into his own uh guild and stuff like that what do they call it and i just think they could have done a better job with you know yeah i I think so too and honestly if you hadn't already taken this one this probably would have been mine because, you know, definitely feels overly bland and he doesn't need to be. It should be this like, you know, I don't want to keep comparing it to Naruto, but it should have been this like Naruto Sasuke, two sides of the same coin type of deal. And you kind of, I don't know, you, you lose a little bit of that because he is pretty bland and he ends up getting forgotten a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's why uh, Midoriya and Bakugo are so good together. Mm-hmm. You know, you like you said, Naruto and Sasuke. To a sense, yeah. Uh, some of the other do. Gon and Kilua, they're some of the good ones, and that kind of brings us into our next one. You get Tanjiro and you know Ske, and they're different emotions, and they play <laughs> off of each other. I just feel like Asta has everything, and Yuno has nothing. And like Yuno doesn't bring anything to the table, so it's really hard for her to be like, oh, that's like the coolest duo, because it's really just Yuno just becomes a back character like pretty mm-hmm. quickly too. So. Hunter Hunter is our next one. Uh, it got fourth place, we believe, in our uh, tournament. I mean, we didn't really do the fourth place. Yeah, I can't fifth. remember. I thought we did do a third and fourth, but it was either. Black oh, you know, you know, we 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 did we did do a fourth place. It's it's Demon Slayer is the one that we didn't do like a yep. fifth place because it it was also in line with like Death Note and Cowboy Bebop and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, but we were like Demon Slayer is our favorite out of those ones at least. So. With Hunter Hunter, um, 
my biggest gripe about that show out you know outside of the hiatus because that one doesn't really count is the little impact kite had on the whole show but how much impact it had on gone because with it it made gone seem like it was his childhood friend like it was his everything and like i get gone really go attached to kite just for the fact that it was like a little piece of his father it kind of you know gave him that maybe that adult sense of um i kind of found what i was looking for maybe and kite was there for what 10 15 episodes maybe and maybe you, you didn't see much of him but oh my god did it screw gone up like and terribly like it all it like i couldn't imagine what would happen if kilo would die right like the whole world probably would have ended so I, I loved Kite's character. I You didn't get to see enough of what his uh, his power and his weapon, what he could do. You only saw a little bit, and it just didn't even do it justice during then. And he was just such a cool character that just you never got to see the light of day for him. Yeah, and I definitely strongly, strongly agree with that because, I mean, it's even to the point where Gon was willing to sacrifice his own life to get revenge for him. And it's mm-hmm. like... Dude, you only really knew the guy for maybe a couple of days. Like, like I maybe the time frame's a little bit different. We just saw yeah. you know, what the sh- what the show is, but there's no way that Kite should have had that much impact compared to some of the other characters. So, yeah, and my biggest gripe with Hunter Hunter was I wanted more of the kind of like the original four, like. Right. More of Gon Killua, Karapika, and I can never say his name, Leo. Oh. Leorio. <laughs> Leo. Le- Leo. Yeah. Leorio. Yeah. Yeah. You always correct me. I can still, like, I get tongue tied every sim- single time I try to say his name. So I just call him Leo. But you don't get enough of them. Like, you get them in the exam and then they separate for a while. And then you see them come back together for a tiny bit in the York New City arc and not even really fully together. They're just like, Karapika mm-hmm. does his own thing. Yeah, and then that's it. And then you don't see Karapika again until the very last like episode. It's only like a two-second shot. And Leo, he shows up at the very end again. But it's like, I wanted more of like the original four. Like I thought when I first started watching that and they were in the exam together, I thought it was going to be those four throughout the whole series together. It ended up being Gon and Killua and the occasional appearance of the other two. Yeah, there was a huge hiatus between those characters there for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I, I don't know. I'm glad Kilo became the character he did. I wasn't too fond of the the mansion uh, arc where they were trying, where Gon was trying to get Kilo back. I wasn't really Yo. too fond of that arc. It was a little boring in my in my eyes because I mean you had all of them try to, you know, you had them all try to go get Kilo, but it just didn't have that same feeling, I guess. I honestly thought that Kilowa was going to end up being like Gon's villain because oh, like really? the dude was jacked up. He ripped a dude's heart out. Like ah, no, that was cool. and like just the way he was first introduced, I'm like, they're going to be like rivals. And then they ended up being like the best duo ever. Mm-hmm. No, I no, definitely. It, it's kind of like Kilowa having that. Uh, it actually kind of reminded me <laughs> for some reason uh, that Kilo and Gon remind me of the Tower of God where I forget what the one character's name is, but he's... Oh, kinda, yeah. Uh, he, he just wants Bond just to kind of succeed. So it's kind of... It kind of gives me that feeling. 
So man, anyway. now I'm drawing drawing a blank on his name too. I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, Blue yeah. Turtle. <laughs> yeah, Blue Turtle. Blue, Blue Turtle. <laughs> yep. So um, our next one is Demon Slayer. We kind of have a short one on this one. Uh, mine is uh, the only grap I really have about it is I'm not a huge fan of Tanjiro's dub voice actor whatsoever. I li- I don't mind him just regular talking. It's fine. But as soon as you get into like the screaming or any emotion, it's almost like he turns into like a 15 year old boy and he has that screeching, you know, he, did, he hasn't hit puberty yet and it just <laughs> it doesn't sound right. So I have a really hard time with that. That's the only gripe I usually have about that show. I, that's why I like watching that one in sub. I think I saw the movie in sub. I saw it in dub also, and I liked it way more in sub. Yeah, no, and I definitely can agree on that aspect. My biggest gripe is, for whatever reason, I love Demon Slayer. It's one of my favorite shows, but I cannot stand Zenitsu. And it's all because of his constant, constant, like, whining. Like, people give Deku crap for crying a lot. Yeah. Zenitsu, like way worse way way worse that's all he, he does unless he's asleep and i hate that it annoys has, me he has to grow on you for sure he he definitely has to and if he doesn't then you're gonna hate him for the rest of your life yeah and i think that's where i'm at i'm gonna just continue to hate him and that's fine because hey, makes up for it yeah i don't know his his thunder uh cheek clapping uh that <laughs> that uh that's pretty sweet so no he's he has some cool moves, cool moments. I just don't care for all the wine. That's it. Yeah. So that's basically our segment for today. It was just kind of what did we dislike about each one? Um, nothing too crazy. And But we have a pretty big review that I think we both kind of want to talk about. We haven't. I don't know what Dustin thought about the movie. I just watched it uh, today. And I guess we can get to our review. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll be leading this one off. This is Nino Kuni. Um, I've never heard of the studio that produced it. It was OLM, but basically the plot, and I just went with like a very simple plot when I looked it up because there really wasn't much more else to like describe in the plot. It is about two high schoolers named Yu and Haro, and they can travel between the real world and a parallel fantasy universe, and they do that in order to help their friend uh, Kotona, whose life becomes in danger. And... This world is kind of like, like they're linked somehow, and that's how they keep pushing it. This constant, they're constantly pushing that that your life on one world is linked to somebody else's life in the other world, and mostly like you look identical and everything, but it's different names, but personalities are really similar, and if one, like it just they're connected. Yeah, and I'm not sure looks exactly have to be the whole corresponding effect um, because you kind of find that out in the show. This is one movie that you go into maybe the first 45 minutes and you're a little confused because there's a lot of different things happening. Mm -hmm. By the time you get through the movie, I will say it is one anime movie that explains almost every plot hole or scenario in fully gives you what you want to see it doesn't really leave a lot behind and you're like well this didn't make sense and this they fill a lot of the gaps in through that entire movie and i wasn't expecting that because you start off this movie and you don't know what it's about you know 
you, you have the, I think it starts off, they're kind of playing basketball and you, you're like, okay, what am I getting? Is this going to be a love movie? Is this going to be, and you know, all of a sudden they start talking about magic and they start talking about different things. And you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden it becomes this parallel fantasy and you're just like, well, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> and it gets really, it almost gets a little confusing, but if you just pay attention and you watch the whole movie and give it a chance, you, everything is answered. Yeah, and that's what I definitely liked about it was, like you said, there was nothing left in the air by the end of it. And we're kind of going to just go straight into spoilers because this is a movie, if you want to watch it, it's a really pretty short movie. I think it's like an hour and a half on Netflix. Um, They have this like incident where their friend gets stabbed by this like magical knife. And honestly, Haru was kind of annoying because like he wouldn't listen and he was constantly doing things on his own and they almost get hit by this car. And then the next thing, you know, they're in this fantasy world, the dude in the wheelchair, you can walk now and all this other stuff. And it definitely made for a very interesting story. Like it made you go like, Whoa, okay. What, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And they really fleshed out this fantasy world really well. And they didn't have to do it on the other side because the other side was just like your typical, world that we live in yeah yeah they uh for uh, the movie was about an hour and 46 minutes if i believe i think that is the correct amount of time this movie is for about an hour and 30 minutes you do not like haru like he's yeah. not he is kind of a terrible character he's just he he's not that good and then the last 15 minutes you're just 15 60 minutes you're just like you know what he kind of has his purpose to kind of complete mm-hmm. this movie and everything that goes on and what he realizes later is kind of poetic a little bit. So this movie is, like I said, it is very confusing at first, but it is one of the only anime movies that I can name where you get your answers for almost everything. You, I, in my eyes, you really do because you're like, Oh, you, you see the old man. He, so if we're in spoilers, you see him talking to the old man when he was a little child, you're just like, okay, what does he have to do? They could have easily left that part out. Like you don't know. The only part that I don't know about him is having, um, and I hate the name of the, the sword, the monster. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah him mm-hmm. having that sword and why he had it. That was the only thing that I didn't really understand was, you know, this, this Royal capital is missing this sword from their generation of their family who has it. Who is this old man related to? We find out, you know, he can go between worlds and he's just looking for the successor of this sword. And it just turns out to be the little boy that he met while he was in the hospital. But to kind of start that movie off, it kind of, you could have, you, it could have been either way. It, both plots made sense was, you know, one, one, one universe, um, when one of them's healthy, the other one's not, you know, if you kill this one, this one gets healthy, that kind of, it made sense for a little bit. And then it was like the other way almost makes more sense. So you're just like kind of rooting for like, which one are they going to kind of choose or which plot they're kind of going to go with. And you can kind of see it definitely goes in and use way or use gay, however you want to say it. I don't know. I what do you, what did you think about this movie? I actually really really enjoyed it. So I actually really enjoyed it as well. The only real gripe I have about it, and I'm jumping all the way to the flipping end for it, is the fact that they reveal that you or Yusuke is the parallel version of Haru. I didn't. See, 
I did not like that part. And like, I did not see it because like up until that point, every other, every person's parallel version, they looked like each other. And then they're like, oh, these two, oh, they're the parallel version of each other. And they explained it and it was cool. But I, I think I would have liked it more or I would have accepted it more if like, say, throughout the movie or at the start of the movie, if there would have been like line drops of like, oh, you guys could be brothers or, oh, you know, you guys look so much or act so much like or look so much like or something to where it's like by the end, you're like, holy crap, that's why they're so much like. Yeah. But they made them to where they seemed like they were so different from one another. That was one was brash. One was very analytical. And then at the end, they're like, oh, no, they're parallel versions. I, well, yeah, to, to a sense, I, I actually thought that was one of my favorite parts because I wasn't expecting it. I get the part that they didn't look alike, but I, I think it, it made so much sense why the little boy and like, because they didn't give a story of why he's in a wheelchair or what happened. Mm -hmm. They just said is they give you that, oh, his parents died. Um, he was in a, in a plane uh, crash. Yeah. He was in mm -hmm. a plane crash. You know, he kind of got adopted and he lives this life where he's just really not happy. And there's a reason he's not happy is because that's not his life. Like he's not supposed to be there. And so the fact that he is able to find, he is able to get a version of the woman he loves in a different parallel universe and st and he gets to be just as happy as his friend. It, it made sense. Me it, it made sense why they were so like, they were so good at connecting and, they shared the same feelings for a lot of things. They liked the same things and why they connected so well while they were children's. It's just basically Yusuke was, he, you know, he got brought into that world and he saved Haru when he was just a little child. And it just, they kind of grow up that way and they save each other. And I don't know. I, I, I get, they didn't look alike. That is kind of a drawback, but it would have kind of spoiled if there's like, maybe they could have been, they could have thought they were brothers. They could have introduced it. Like you said, in that kind of way. But I like that it made sense to me. Um, I think it completed the movie in a whole to where they can both live their lives to the fullest. Yeah, no, and I, I, I like the ending. I was just saying that that's my gripe is that like, mm -hmm. I, I, I think I would have accepted it more or liked it more if there would have at least been just one line drop of like, oh, you guys act just like brothers or something, mm -hmm. you know, because up until then, they didn't seem like they were very much alike, you know? And that was the whole thing was like, they're supposed to have these like really strong uh, characteristics that are similar. And the only one at the end of the movie that I can see is that they both fell in love with the same person, basically, yeah. you know, which is fine. And that's just like one small gripe because I like, I don't think this was a perfect movie, but I really, really flipping enjoyed it. The fight scenes were awesome. World building was great. The characters were good. I'm just picking out that one little nitpick that I had. And yeah. that's probably the only thing I can even complain about when yeah. talking about this whole movie. Yeah. Cause not a lot of anime movies you get, you get answers. And I no. was just, I was so satisfied that I got almost every answer that I was kind of looking for and just a good ending. And it's kind of sad because yeah, it's like, I'm surprised Haru didn't forget who Yusuke was. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm surprised he didn't kind of lose a memory. I'm glad he didn't. But the fact that everyone else did, that didn't really make any sense because no one else lost memories of anybody else. Like throughout that entire show, they were the only uh, Yusuke's uh, presence was the only one missing. Nobody else did. And so to me, it doesn't make sense because how 
how can uh, the the hospital residents remember their patient, the old man, mm -hmm. who wasn't from that world? Do you think if he left, they would eventually forget? So that's kind of one drawback, maybe. I don't know. Other than that, I I, I really love the movie. Um, there's a lot more details maybe we can we could go into, but the the main villain being the king's dead brother, I thought mm -hmm. that was cool. But also for how guarded the royal capital was for just some, I don't know, some magic um, wielding character to be able to basically be almost like head of like, not security, but be head of the magic of the capital. And they not know who he originally was from. Seems like, well, how did he get in there? <laughs> right. Other than that, I, I really don't have anything bad to say about this. I don't know if you want to give your rating. Uh, my rating, honestly, would be an 8 out of 10. This is a high recommend for me. I really, really enjoyed it. So I would go with a solid, solid 8. Yeah, I was going to. So I was about an 8 throughout the entire movie until they explained the ending. And then I was a 9. Okay. And because I was like, man, they 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 walked it out of the park with that one being able to explain everything like i had questions going i'm like well why did his parents like why was he in an airplane crash and why is he there he has nobody he lives a sad life and they answered it all and he kind of he almost gets to be that gets that sword art online where he gets to stay in that other world with you know with us you know kirito and asana and he gets to live his life the way he wants it and him being from that world it just it just made sense other than the fact that they were, I don't know, I don't know if they can teleport separately or if they have to be together in order to do that. They explained it and it uh, it wasn't them teleporting in the first place. It was the villain that they killed. That's why they had to hurry and go through the portal because it was closing because they wouldn't be able to do it again. So it was the the brother of the king or whatever after he died. That was the last time they had a chance to go. He was the reason he was causing the portals. He was trying to get them over there because he wanted Haru to kill the princess. Okay, so every time they were about to die, he would just make the portal appear. I just yep. don't know if that's a coincidence or what. But Yep, yeah, he was the cause of it. It was his magic that was causing the portals to open. Okay. And then I feel that it's like he had to have known that was also going to be his downfall to like to even probably. Bring like why even i guess why even bring them there in the first place uh i think the whole thing was to get haru and hopefully you but like haru was the one who was more in love with uh what's her name kotana mm -hmm. so like it, the whole thing was kotana looks like her so he was trying to be like and that's why he tricked him into saying like hey if you kill the princess your girlfriend lives even though that was a flat-out lie he was trying to get him to do it because whoever kills the princess is going to die themselves because of the enchantment on her. So he couldn't just stab her. Right. He had to have somebody else do it for him. So he was trying to okay. trick Arya yeah, into no, doing it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I'm sure you could have somebody do it that was there. I mean, yeah, you, you, you could, could have some out. underling do it. You could, you know, you're you're behind the ro the whole the whole kingdom for how long? under undercover you could have killed everybody captured her and then let someone else kill her mm -hmm. maybe they went maybe no one has the power to do that and that's why but it ultimately led down to his downfall so it was i was scared also this movie wasn't going to have a great villain and it did i mm -hmm. thought maybe it was going to pin 
you and Haru the whole time. And it was going to be because you get Haru turning into this villain. And I'm so glad he came out of that. Me too. I was I was going to be a little upset if it ended up him having to kill his best friend. I'm really yeah. glad it was like a he snapped out of it type of deal. Yeah, and he snapped out of it pretty quick. Um, I do think that this movie should have been in a, a series. Yeah, I think it would have made a really good series. I think sure. it would have been. I think it was. Uh, uh, I guess we agree an eight point five movie. I think yep. it could have been a really good series because there could have been a lot more detail and a lot more of this world and just basically everything to do with uh, Katana and their relationship. And there could have been a little bit more. They could have added uh, two or three seasons. I felt like this movie was literally two or three seasons worth of a show. So it was kind of cool. Even even then, I still give it my nine, your eight, 8.5. Yep. I'm good with that. So Yeah, I'm really happy with an 8.5. I have no problem coming up that half point because it was a good movie. I, I think I enjoyed just about every minute of it. Yeah, I honestly, I watched it while I was at work and I am probably going to make my girlfriend watch it because I think she'll enjoy it. So I may rewatch it tonight. We'll see. Nice. So. Well, thank you all for joining us and uh, listening to us talk about anime as usual. We are a part of the Geek Talk Network. Check out Movie Night with the Boys with Zach and John. John is back as far as I know. So give them a listen. Uh, give us a rating, give us reviews, and email us at whattheanime.podcast at gmail.com. I'm Dustin. I'm saying see you later. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at What in the Anime, and our TikTok and Instagram at whattheanime.podcast.